Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the View from the Top, a Haiku podcast. I'm Kendra, and today with me I have a bit of a smaller cat crew this time around. I have with me Marion, podcaster. Yo, what's up? And I, <laughs> I was trying to think of other titles, and I was going to be like, Karate Expert or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, wait, I don't know what Marion, Mar- Mar- I don't know, Marion. For, uh, former tenor saxophonist. Ooh. <laughs> And then we have the local zine extraordinaire, Lisa. Hey, how's it going? Doing good. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about episodes 17 to 19 of uh, To the Top, the Haikyuu anime. But before that, there is quite a bit of news. We're not going to get into it a super lot, but it i like it do, it really it makes me like it makes it really makes it feel like the series didn't end cuz there keeps being this i know there's been so much uh, cuz volume 45 came out in japan which is the last volume and it has a lot of new content like whole new pages read some a bit of redraws some panel changes and probably also bonus content as well they don't know about but i cannot wait I haven't really looked into it that much. I've just seen, like, a few panels, but I'm excited. Yes. There's also been, um, the guidebook came out, and, um, the last light novel came out as well. So, it's been, Haiku Twitter has been lit. And I think last time we were trying to guess what would be the inside cover of one of the light of the light novel. Oh, like, that's right. That's right. And it, it turns out that it's Oikawa the cover of a magazine, basically. Yes. <laughs> I don't think any of us were close. <laughs> I think we got distracted by imagining the other side of the cover shot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but we were right that it was, um, oh my god, Akane. Yeah. Uh, and we learned that Kuro set it up. But, yeah. And also, I think, like, the guidebook, it feels like it came out, new stuff came out first for it, and there was other stuff that was kind of new stats for everyone as well. Or it was kind of just, like, stages of what people translate, basically. Yeah, there is, um, new stats. Um, and they also ranked the volleyball stats, like, as in setting, receiving, uh, spiking, they also rated those. And we're not gonna get into it that much, like, we might maybe have an episode just about the guidebook. Yeah. I don't know how interested we are in that, but, spoilers! Hinata is the greatest volleyball player, or at least, like, all-rounder. With the yeah. most points. Cause he's the best character. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Uh, and also kind of having, like, characters who influence each other were influenced by, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Basically, there's, like, always something new for Haikyuu whenever I go on Twitter, and I'm just like, how? <laughs> how do you keep getting better? <laughs> and there was even, also in, oh, what's, there's a maid manga. Robo Maid. Robo. Roboco and Me. Roboco and Me actually parodied Haikyuu in their most recent chapter. Yeah, it was like an Arizaki. It was Inorizaki. It was, it was very funny. It also kind of did the, oh, the volleyball. It kind of did like the end 
line where it's like volleyballs, but play, or kind of just basically describes volleyball. It's a game played with a net. You're on either side of the court. You can't let it fall. And I was like, I'm like almost tearing up, but this is a gag. That guy, deliberately like just like hitting high cue points for the hell of it. But that's chapter 17. If, if anybody wants to give it a read, Roboco is really good parody. Check it out. Um, is there any other news that we wanted to touch on? Uh, I can't think of any more for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, it's like a landmark month because uh. The last volume of the manga and the light novel came out together, so... Mm. Oh, I do think there was the Haiku manga, the final volume topped 50 million, or just the manga has 50 million copies in circulation, not just the final volume. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's a huge number. So it's like, go Haiku, go! But let's transition to talking a little bit about the anime. And I, we don't have transition music for this, so I'll just go. I will cut this out depending on how embarrassing. But we're going to be probably a little bit more general about the anime recap. Just a heads up for people. It's already pretty general, but we're covering three episodes. But for 17 and 18, we get to see cats versus monkeys, and I wrote down the monkey team, Sarakawa, right? Yes, Sarakawa Tech. Yeah, and I, I honestly thought they were going to cut this out. Like, I, I always forget about this match. Like, anytime I reread, I'm like, oh, yeah, this happened. Yeah, it, it felt it felt jarring, like, jumping from, like, the middle of the match to, like, oh, here's what Neko was doing. But, I mean, they did that. Hmm. <laughs> it wasn't a bad match, because uh, it, it's always cool seeing, uh, like, Kenma the strategist. Hmm. And it's kind of cool seeing his relationship with uh, um, Yamato. Yamamoto? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sakatora. <laughs> Takatora, one piece is screwing me up. But, it was, like, because usually you just kind of associate him with Kuro and with, uh, Hinata, so it's kind of cool to be like, oh yeah, like, he is friends with the rest of it, or friends with the rest of his team, and kind of like, or having, like, unique interactions, kind of like rivalries, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to comprehend guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have, like, very different clashing, uh, schools of thought. And, like, it's cool seeing how, like, yeah, they didn't get along at first, but, like, the more they spend time together and, like, actually see the amount of effort that both of them, like, put in, uh, it, it, like, it it builds their respect towards one another. And, like, even though they, they don't see eye to eye, they can, like, they can deal with each other being on the same team. Hmm. And Fukunaga getting the kind of, like, comedian moment or, like, throwing water on them. It's like, oh, yeah, you're a cool character. <laughs> I love Fukunaga so much. <laughs> and I have been waiting. That is one of my favorite scenes in the whole manga, is when he throws water on Kenma and Takatora. So it's just hilarious. It's just so hilarious. And the pun didn't get translated. <laughs> but I heard that it got translated several ways in different subtitles hmm. but i think for i think for ours it was just something like you need to calm down or hmm. it was they didn't really make it a pun pun but they spelled a word wrong and oh. that was like kind of oh i know what you're talking about yeah let's see if i can find it on the but um no it's, it's kind of hard to translate mm-hmm. It definitely is. That's why I was curious to see how they would translate it. And, um, 
but it's it's just I don't know. Fukunaga is just one of my favorite characters. <laughs> so it was just really it's it's a great it's a great scene and they animated it really well. And I just was laughing so hard with my roommate. We just we really enjoyed that scene. <laughs> And it was really cool that, like, Takatora and Kenma are friends. Like, he calls him, like, by his, like, nickname, where he's like, my friends call me that. And, and he's like, I'll never call you that. But then, like, in the match, he does. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's a great transition when he goes, like, you know, you can call me Tora. And yeah. Kenma's like, nah. And then it, like, <laughs> transitions. Yeah, like you were saying, it's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's... Pardon? He do be like, nah. <laughs> and I really do like I the monkey team, like Sarakawa, just kind of like them also kind of being defensive experts and kind of like trying to be like the low budget <laughs> Nekoma. <laughs> they are low budget. They're like uh, Target Nekoma or like yes. <laughs> but they're also like doing it smart and kind of being like he is the coach is like a former like he went to Nekoma as well, like he had the same coach as them. And then targeting Kenma and like, oh, but oh, I mean like, oh no, Kenma's aware of it. They're, are they aware of that they're aware of it? Uh, yeah. And, which is fun. And just like the reveal as well that they're like deliberately doing their receive slightly off. I'm kind of merging 18 and 17 here. Yeah. So 17 that's fine. And, yeah. But I really love that reveal and just kind of like the mind games that like go into volleyball that you might not really realize. I wouldn't really expect to be there. But I don't know. We're, we're this far in Haikyuu. Like you expect it. But especially with Kenna, I guess. Mm-hmm. I was um, really glad that mm-hmm. this match was animated because I know that some people were wondering if they were going to skip it or not. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this match is so crucial to Nekoma's development. And it has a lot of backstory too with the second years Mm -hmm. so i was just really thrilled that they animated it and i felt like they animated it very well so it was um overall it was it was just a really enticing match Mm. oh i got to the 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 fukunaga water joke thing it's like (laughs) 18 minutes 17 seconds into like uh episode 17 of of the season I don't even like I don't even recognize the words he's using for the the second half of the phrase, so like Yeah, I mean <laughs> they did what they could. The I think they translated as like Mr. Freeze says to chill out. I like, like that. That works. <laughs> yeah. Uh it is just also the facial expressions of Kenma throughout these episodes are easily oh, the highlight. So <laughs> And also him just getting mad, like, is it so weird to work hard for my friends? And they're like, oh my god. Yeah, just like, absolutely. <laughs> it's just really, really cute. That's yeah. so rewarding. And it is also funny seeing, like, because Akane and the Alisa. left sister. Alisa. Alisa. They were only in the OVAs, like the snake battle. Right? Or were they in the were they in the anime main before? They they in those these episodes. But that's what I mean. But I'm I'm just wondering. It, or okay. Oh, if they showed up prominently before? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, I'm just like if you're keeping this, you should have made the OVAs 
in it as well, is kind of what I'm trying to say. Well, we probably saw them a bit earlier. Uh, especially because then you have, like, the Nohebi captain, like, commenting on stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I think it was just sort of like, I, I agree with you. I feel like the OVAs should have just been in the season because those are, in my opinion, really important matches. Every match is an important match. That's how I do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess it's just you have to go in just having to watch because if you didn't watch the OVAs, you're going to be so confused about who Daisho and Mika are and, like, why they're there. So yeah. that's, that's a really good point that maybe if people decided to skip over the OVAs, they might be a little confused about who some of these characters are. Yeah, but then, like, it would have made the season really long or, like, they wouldn't have been able to fit everything in. So right. it does make sense. It's just kind of like, I wonder if maybe it would infect some more, like, casual viewers. And, but I am still mad. They cut out the best girl. The grand, the girl who was watching, who wasn't Mika. Oh, do you mean, do you mean Hiromi and Ginta? The yes. The ball couple? Yes. They have officially, it is official, I think. They cut my favorite volleyball couple out. <laughs> just, oh. I am just. Oh. Hot. Rest in peace. Real though. <laughs> uh, but also, like, seeing Kenma's fake outs are really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, good match. Was there anything else you wanted to say for 17 or 18? Is there anything I'm missing? I think that sums it up. Yeah. Kenma was the highlight for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This uh, match. I remember reading it and then animating it, and I like pinched it as being animated. But um, Kenma kind of was lukewarm to me at the beginning, but it was in the Sarukawa match where I really started liking him, and he really started kind of growing on me. Especially the one scene that we mentioned earlier, where um, he was like, you know, is it weird? Is it weird that I tried hard for my friends? And I'm just like, oh, Kenma, like, that's so nice. I love that. I also love his views of leveling up and how imaginative he is. So that was just really, I don't know, that was just really kind of a moment where I was like, okay, I, I really do like Kenma. Mm, it definitely helped, like, flesh him out and make him feel like, like maybe a bit more of a fully realized character, even though like, he was already good before. But it's kind of just seeing, like, other relationships he has, as well as kind of like the imagination as well. Go, Kenma, go. We're ready to talk about episode 19, The Ultimate Challengers. Yes. Alright. So, The Ultimate Challengers. This was a really, really good episode, I thought. The animation was a little choppy at some points. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yeah. I, uh... I feel bad because uh, like I don't I don't pay as much attention to the anime. Um, I just treat it kind of like a refresher for me. So like the the time I watched this episode, I was also like I was doing something else because I could I could just like hear it and like I understand the dialogue, so I don't look at the subtitles. But uh, I heard that there was like some some bits that like people were actually like, oh wow, like this looks outsourced or whatever. Was it like really that controversial? Nah, it wasn't really any worse than the other previous one that was outsourced, but that's just me. 
Yeah, I don't think it was any worse than that one. I would agree with that. Um, okay. There was just a couple moments where I was like, ooh, that was kind of an awkward angle, or that was like an awkward way to draw that. I but, see. <laughs> but overall, I think it was, it was okay. Um, mm-hmm. they were really good. They animated, there's some really good scenes. They animated Noya very well. Um, mm-hmm. and they animated the serves. Oh my gosh, Kageyama's serve. We just need to talk about that for a minute because it was, insanely amazing. I think I just think that the episode was paced really well because uh, you could really tell like when like the characters were serving like all of like the sound direction was like completely in control and you could tell like oh the crowd is cheering uh, you know it's Atsumu on this side like even just from hearing it because he like shuts them up before he serves and then for like other characters like the the way that uh, their serves are shown are like they're expressed like like, you could tell, like, oh, these are their own characters that they, they have their own specific style of, like, serving stuff. It looks really cool. I really want to shout out the character that I, like, kind of forgot what his sticker deal was. Suna? I really, really like. And kind of, like, I forgot that he did that thing where he kind of, like, moves his whole body or, like, his, like, his core when he spikes. Oh, yeah, kinda, that's such like, a weird thing. And I, I really loved it when they kind of, like, turned on the side. And I was, mm-hmm. like, I think, I like, I think even though maybe they outsourced it, I think they still managed to do, do like a few cool tricks and kind of just like his rivalry with Suki. And I was like, I forget what happens. Like, what happens with him and Suki? Like, how will Suki beat him? Oh no. <laughs> so you see when, when, when you saw Suna do that weird, like, like bend at like when he was spiking and it like, it looked like his, his torso went like 90 degrees to the, to the right or something. Uh, like, and, like, his arm also moving, like, it, it reminded me so much of, like, you know, Animal Crossing, the, are they called, like, gyroids? Like, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> they look like little, like, cactuars from Final Fantasy, but, like, they, they have, like, their arms at, like, 90 degrees, and they, they would go back and forth, that's what <laughs> Suna looked like to me. <laughs> 10 out of 10. But... I don't know, I just thought that was really neat, and also just kind of, like, getting to know Inarazaki again, basically. Yeah. It's fun just seeing Atsumo and o- Otsumo, like, screwing around. I think this is when Otsumo sets as well. Yes. And, and I remember in the manga, I'm like, I already have, I'm already having trouble remembering which one is which. It's because, like, the names, I would just, I'm, I'm totally, like, not different hair. <laughs> but their names, I'm just like, wait, what? Oh my god, no, now the one that's not a setter is setting. <laughs> but also just like Noya using like the finger push-ups to calm himself down I thought was really cool and just like everyone else like kind of like asked he being like what do I do like he's always the one who reassures me yeah I really like uh like Nisha Noya's like thing where, where he does the like the punishment like push-ups or whatever because mm-hmm. that that's like uh that's a really strong mentality to have because it's like if you treat every practice like it's the real thing and every real thing like it's practice, then it's like, uh, it's so much easier for, for you to stay like mentally, like strong and like concentrated because, uh, the more you do things, the more that it's a routine, the more that your body gets used to it and the more that, uh, you can get into that headspace of like, all right, I just have to do what I keep on doing usually. So. Mm, and also kind of having that, like, calming ritual, or kind of, it's like, it makes it habit. So right. then, like, it just kind of calms you down as well. 
It makes me think of Ufuri when they had, like, runner on third. Or I think one guy always tied his shoelaces or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it, like, I think, was it Tajima or someone I else? I think so. I think it was Tajima. He's the yeah. best boy. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm just, like, flipping through and looking at, like, definitely the serves were really cool. Mm-hmm. I love the, like, specifically, like, one probably, like, small thing to bring up is just, like, the way that they use, like, uh, like, speed lines and action lines, like, in the anime is like it's really cool because they have like this like uh like effect where it's just like the background is moving with like these like speed lines like uh obviously when it's in a manga it's all static and whatever and it's just like a regular like tone like a screen tone that someone like cuts and like pastes it on the panel but the effect of having it move and then the characters moving in another direction is like it adds a lot to like the sense of momentum that you see on the screen which i really appreciate it Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. And I really like um something I noticed a lot with this episode is that during action scenes, it was almost like the camera was shaking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just to me added more like another dimension of motion. So, I really personally like that a lot. And yeah, like it could be a little disorienting sometimes, but like whenever they do it and it's like, "Oh, like, Asahi just, just received, like, a really hard spike order, but then, like, the camera shakes, it's just, like, you feel the impact. Mm, yeah, I totally. Cool. And kind of going back to Noya a little bit, I really like that Atsumo, like, thought he was really cool as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, oh, yeah. Cute. And also kind of, like, Suki kind of, like, getting annoyed also at the other middle blocker, Suna. I kind of mentioned that already. Uh, and also, at the end, there's the appearance of... Lisa's favorite character, or one of her favorite characters. Is he your favorite? Listen, they're all my favorite, but Kita has, Kita is, to me, just on another level of amazingness, and I just can't quite put it, he's like an ethereal being on another plane. (laughs) 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 You know? Oh my god. No, I do know. You know. So, to me, I just, I can't put into words, but I do love him ever so much, and I am beyond ecstatic. I have been waiting and waiting for these chapters to get animated, and I am so excited for this episode. (laughs) So, uh, it's just, I know it's going to break me, and I'm going to cry, and it's going to be great. So, that's... I am, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But I love how everyone in Atsumi and Osamu are arguing. Everyone just kind of looks to Kita and is like, are you going to do something about this? Or, <laughs> like, everyone kind of depends on Kita to, to wrangle the twins in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to jump back a little bit to Aaron, because I really liked kind of, they're, like, deliberately kind of doing the same thing that they did to Ushiwaka, kind of focusing on him, trying to make it, or also maybe they're kind of trying to kind of do what the other team was doing to Kenma before, actually. Yeah, Aran is so more. I just can't get over how cool he is. And, like, I loved it when Suga comes out, and I think he says something, like, oh, let's win this, and the shot of Inarazaki, and their eyes are, like, almost glowing, I think he may be saying, let's take the set. Or, we're winning the set, this thing at two to zero, is basically what he says. And Inarazaki is just like, what you say, bitch? <laughs> or except for 
awesome. I was like, oh, is he going to do it? <laughs> Sorry, that's at like 1422. I just thought it was, Ultima's face was cute. But, I don't know. It's, it's, and also we get a little bit, you see a bit of Kinoshita, I think, in this episode. So we're kind of getting a hint of some future stuff. And I was like, wait, does that happen now? Inarizaki is really long, so I forgot. I feel like I've mixed up or forgotten a lot of it, even though I kind of reread it fairly recently. Um, yeah, a lot happens in Inarizaki. Um, I, yeah, Kenoshida's moment definitely comes later, but I thought it was really cool how they focused on him and they had him kind of thinking about, okay, that was my 30 second, like, replay of my Oh yeah. Serve. And I was just like, all right, Kenoshita, you have your successful serves in your brain. You rock. I love you. <laughs> and that's, it's kind of like the doing the mental serve as well as like, like Marion was saying, like kind of making practice, practice like you're playing a game or like the games, like have to get the game be like practice and kind of having like mental practice as well. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, yo, I, I really like focusing a little bit on, on Aaron this episode. I feel like he's been really, like, not underused for, like, an ace character. He hasn't really been that prominent so far in the match. I don't know, his presence is really cool, because, uh, he reminds me a lot of Asahi, but, uh, like, like, I guess more confident. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, he's, like, he's big, but uh, he's also, he seems to have, like, a, like, a really reassuring presence that, that's like what Asahi has been growing into recently. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see, is Aaron... Oh, he's just outside the top three of the country for aces. Yeah, I believe he's number five. Ah, uh, okay. I, I think. Don't quote me. Quoted! Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, I do that every time. Yeah, but no, I think he's a really cool character, and I am excited to see more. His Aran spikes are so cool. Like, I'm not gonna lie. His spikes and how they're animated just look kick-ass. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aaron is the best. Uh, and I was trying to think, who are the top five hitters? I know Sakuza's first. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure, honestly. Because I know we got, like, a shot of them once. I'm just going to search top three aces Haikyuu, and it's probably going to show me Okoto, even though he isn't one of them. Oh, no, oh, Ushi- Wakatoshi, oh. Sakuza, Kiryu's actually number one. Maybe I was wrong. I got the mixed up. Ooh, yeah, I know Kiryu is in the top three. I also forgot Ushiwaka, so I'm pretty sure I should, like, be sent to the Shadow Realm. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, there. Uh... Uh, and I really like, I forgot that Kiryu's number one. It makes me like, I don't know, it makes me more like happier about the Bakodo versus Kiryu match, or whatever his team's name is. And also that like makes me wish a bit more that it was in the main one. Cause he's like, he, he was like the final boss, except he's not, cause Kanata never faces him. Yeah. I really am excited for the Muji Nazaka match. That's one of my faves. I say this about every match. Do you guys notice this? Oh wait, that's, oh yeah. I forgot that hasn't happened yet. So that actually has, wasn't in an OVA. That hasn't happened yet. Sorry. Yeah, Muji Nazaka has not happened yet. And I am ecstatic for when it does, cause that is in my, I would put that in my top five favorite matches. Oh wow. Ooh. I love Fukuradani. They are my team. Mm-hmm. I 
one day do a zine about them. I'm hoping next year I will do a Fukuridani zine. Mm-hmm. But um, it is uh, it's it's such a good match. So anime only people, you have some really cool matches in the future. Mm-hmm. And so, but the Zaki is really awesome too. So I yeah. hope I'm going in Arizaki so far. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think this? Because right now we're in the second half. Like, do you think there's going to be a break and then it's going to go again? Or that we already had the kind of break. So, like, do you think it'll end with the Inarizaki match? Or do you think it'll keep going, yeah. whatever happens afterwards? I, I think it'll end at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's six more episodes. And so I believe that they're all going to be Inarizaki. Oh, yeah. I, like, I don't even... Can they finish Inarizaki in six episodes? Probably. Yeah, we... we- <laughs> funny how you're a manga person and you're just like, there's already been five episodes of this one map. Can we possibly finish it in six? Like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to reread Inarizaki because, like, I have forgotten so much of it. It's yeah. good. Like, it's really good. It's just long and, like, a it's lot so of shit happens. The thing is that so much of that, like, so many of the pages are just straight up action. Like, it's, it's longer, like, chapter and page count than, uh, uh, Shiro Torizawa, but, like, so much of that is also just, like, action. But, like, oh, there's so much cool stuff, too, because we know we're going to get flashbacks, obviously, of the the opposing team members, so. I think it really fits, since they are kind of, like, they the, the title Ultimate Challengers isn't Karasuna. It's Inarizaki, because, like, they're that good. Like, they're that much kind of also, or a bit, like, they're very similar to Karasuno, as well as very different. Like, oh, kind of very similar, too, because, like, they have the two weirdos, the twins, and then you have, like, separate ace, and then you have, like, the, or, we have the captain, I'm not, I don't want to spoil for anime-only people about what Kida's deal is, but, I don't know, I'm realizing things that might not be obvious, or might not actually be right, I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) who knows, I'm thinking aloud, that's what, that's what this podcast is for. If anything, <laughs> you're hearing uh, to our listeners. You're hearing Kendra's like synapses firing in real time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tune in next time when I'm like, oh my god, Karasuna's wearing orange. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. And also that even more so. Like, I think I, I don't know. Inazaki <laughs> is cool. Go, go, go. I don't know. I think I really like someone did a Twitter thread and they were talking about how like Carson is always the black team, but we see like that Inrazaki is like the black, is like the team in black, kind of like the, the, the kind of, well, I don't know, because sometimes Carson is like the bad guy almost. And yeah. kind of like Inrazaki literally boo, their like fans literally boo you <laughs> if you, when you, sp- when you like serve, but to be fair, they also do it to their own people. Like the poor guy who did like a serve just to be safe got booed. I keep just like, yeah, we have no place for someone who just, like, tries to get in. And I was like, yeah, Kita, I love you. But you're, he's right, though, because this is, this is Nationals. It's not, it's not, we're playing for keeps here. Right. I don't know. I'm just rambling now. I respect but, it. <laughs> episode 19, good. There's definitely a few moments where there's, like, some awkward faces. But I think, like, what they did with the camera made up for it, that they kind of cut the corners on a little bit because they had to. Like, it was outsourced. Like, it's COVID. Give them a break. <laughs> but I, I can get, I get, like, how it might, it'll stick out like a sore thumb if you're watching it and, like, you're used to kind of the older, the other style of animation and you're like, wait, why? Like, Haikyuu is usually better than this. What's happening? 
this is um personally like this is kind of what uh I wanted a little bit more of like with well I was talking about with Gabby earlier where it's like it's a little too one to one with like the manga panels and like because because the manga is already perfect like I would rather the anime try to like do like weird freaky stuff that's like like yeah like play with the camera and like uh, doing stuff that's like visually interesting to like take advantage of the fact that you're using a different medium so. I'm totally fine, even if it uh, looks a little jank sometimes. Like, it's I can't I can't be mad that like the team is like trying to do something. Like, mm. Right. Thought looked really cool. That at first I was just like I don't know about this, but it does look really cool. Is the scene where Suki is going up to block and mm-hmm. it's almost like the net is curved and there's all the wishy lines behind him i thought that looked really neat so um kind of what you were talking about marion with playing with the camera and doing things that are a little different so i feel like that was a way that the animation team kind of uh bumped up Suki's block a little bit yeah hide it yeah um it's weird like uh I don't know, like, this this conversation now has kind of reminded me of a little bit of, like, how... You know how back in the day, like, uh, like the long-running shonen anime used to be, where it's just, like, they would go non-stop without taking breaks or whatever? And, mm-hmm. like, though, because of that, like, uh, obviously, like, they had their studio and their staff or whatever, but they would, like, rotate staff around to, like, work on specific episodes or scenes that, like, the artist wanted to work on. And it kind of reminds me of that a little bit, because, like, um, if you go to, like, like Naruto or Yu Hakusho, it's like you would see like special moments for like special episodes or whatever that you would see like so much uh like flair uh because people the animators were able to like kind of go nuts and like just like because you could tell that like the staff that work on like most shows uh like that they they do have some sense of like uh like appreciation for whatever material they're adapting and stuff and like. When you see, like, in this episode of Haikyuu, where we're talking about, like, the serves and, like, the, the, the animation for, like, the, 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 the weird spike that, uh, that Suna does and, like, how Suki's, like, reacting and stuff, like, you can tell, like, there's, there is, like, engagement coming from the people that's working on, that is working on this material. So, like, I would just like to see a little more of that, like, flair of, like, yeah, let, let, let them go crazy. Let them, like, deviate a little bit from like how it was paneled from the manga and stuff like that's like it gets me really excited because it's like ooh, this is like another artist interpretation of uh of something that uh like like another artist did that's that's cool mm, it's kind of like taking yeah i definitely agree so like i'm looking forward to see what they what else they do and just like i don't know it's fun to kind of like relive haiku yeah <laughs> so. um. But is there anything else you want to say about episode 19? Oh, um, one thing, one thing. Mm. Uh, I think there was a, I forgot where it was, but there was like a rally and, uh, Tanaka ended it. And you could just hear, like, Saiko screaming, like, you're okay. And it's like, you're so freaking cool. (laughs) (laughs) And like hearing like her voice, like, it, you, it was like obviously like the the actor was like screaming in the booth, but like a certain distance away, so, so that the mic wasn't peaking. And I was just that's good, that's a good mm-hmm. scream right there. Nice. <laughs> just have her do the Wilhelm scream. 
Lisa, did you have something you wanted to say? Oh, I was just saying, uh, there's nothing that I can think of that I would like to Yay. Um, that wraps us up. We have a bit of a shorter episode this week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's easier to edit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Haikyuu never ends until it does. So, anime-only watchers, congratulations. You got an episode where we didn't spoil you about everything. <laughs> Please listen to us. Anyways, uh, blah, 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 are we ready to round it out? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Okay, uh, Lisa, where can we find you? You can find me at Lisa on Twitter, and I am in the process of a few zines right now. But, uh, the Yamaguchi scene, it is actually Yamaguchi's birthday today. Yay. Yeah, shout out to Yamaguchi. Yeah, happy birthday, Yamaguchi. My best boy. Among many of my best boys. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You can actually, I was the moderator of the Shooting Star, the Yamaguchi zine, and it is available, the PDF is available for free download. (gasps) (gasps) What? Linking right now. Yes. So we can go ahead and maybe retweet that on the blog, but you guys can um, go ahead and check it out. I wrote a fic for it, and um, there will be, we did order physical copies, and um, there will be some after sales for anyone who really enjoys the PDF and wants a physical copy. There will be after sales. So, um, and we also have some extra merch and things too. So very exciting. It's a gorgeous theme, so definitely check it out. Yay. Uh, Marion, where can we find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at microwavy, the E before the V. Uh, I co-host a bunch of other podcasts, and I also write reviews on my personal blog and for, uh, WSS Talkback, and also for Toonami Faithful, and all of that is on my Twitter. I have a neat little link to my card, which is like microwavy.card.co. So, that's on my Twitter. It tells you all the podcasts. There's a lot of them. Yay! Too many. Too many. <laughs> good. Like, I don't know. You're well-rounded. <laughs> uh, and uh, for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. I'm also on uh, My Hero Podcast at MHA Pod. And for this podcast, if it's your first time listening, you can follow us on Twitter at HiQPod. And you can also email us at HiQPodcast at gmail.com. So let us know... Who's the best biker? <laughs> I don't know. What are your thoughts on Irizaki? Is it too long? Too short? Change the uniform color? <laughs> I don't know. Hit us with your best questions, comments, and theories. I think I'm still in another podcast. Oh, well. But that's about it. I don't think I'm tr- sorry about that. And I do want to shout out the Okra Project as well. It's basically it. Uh, when you donate, they provide food free food to black trans people. It basically like gives them a home-cooked meal, as well as they're working on providing therapy as well, which I think is really cool. So I would definitely consider like giving them a buck or two, especially in this pandemic. Like, How about... I don't know. And I can't think of a segue into <laughs> yelling nice receive. Um, throw oh. water at your friends. They're plants. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of creative ways to translate, or just I think maybe like. All right, uh, we're we're spiking our love towards Yamaguchi. Yes, it's his birthday. Yamaguchi Urasai. <laughs> <laughs> Never shut up, Yamaguchi. You're the only one that matters. Okay. Yeah. Three, 
two, one. Nice, nice receive. receive.